This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good afternoon. Welcome. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning. <laughs> That's a start. Good morning and welcome into Game Time here on a a, uh, a Monday morning as we get you rocking and rolling. Man, uh, what, what a weekend. S- since we last spoke on Friday, China Spring won a state championship. Mary Harden Baylor won a national championship. The Cowboys win. The Baylor men win. And the Baylor women lose a a very close overtime game. Uh, it, it was a heck of a weekend for sports. Uh, as we welcome back to the studio from his uh, from his vacation, uh, Ward White. Ward, good morning. How are you? Outstanding. Out, that's Outstanding. Good. good. So the experience of traveling to... Canton, Ohio, with with the Crusaders, and just kind of, I guess, Im- embedding with with the football team, and and then calling the national championship. Uh, what what a what a run, huh? Yeah, it was a great run. Unbelievable experience to be able to do that, um, and and travel with them, uh, be around the team as much as we were, go to practice uh, at that stadium, uh, and be able to watch that for a while, go to the Pro Football Hall of Fame with the team, and have dinner at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, which is something you don't get an opportunity to do ever. Um, and So, so okay, so you, you say you had dinner at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you in there with, okay, like uh, Walter Payton's? No, we're in a conference room. Okay. They, they have a conference room there. that, And then they had the meal catered, I'm assuming? Mm-hmm. The meal was catered. Uh, we sat down and uh, they fed us and then – turned us loose and said, okay, you've got a couple hours to enjoy the Pro Football Hall of Fame. How cool. And just got to walk through that and take your time and see everything you wanted to see at your own pace. And it was it was really a really a needed experience to be able to do that. And it was, you know, we were the only ones in there. It was closed because it was at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that, that made it even more special. And you wandered the hallowed halls uh-huh. of the Pro Football Hall of yeah. Fame. And they had all the, you know, how the uh, – the it has a couple of theaters in in there where you can sit down mm-hmm. and watch things and and so they had both of those going and open so it was it was completely open uh to just to us and so uh, it it was uh it was really really cool to have that the whole place to yourself so to speak and, and that's kind of what it felt like I'm assuming yeah it did it was just like this is this is for us yeah absolutely and nobody else no and, and that was a really neat experience to have that opportunity to to have that just for us. So I uh, really enjoyed that. And then get to the game on uh, Friday night and just getting set up and understanding what's about to happen. And you're about to have the opportunity to call a national championship game, which not many guys do. Don't get that opportunity very often. And just kind of soak that up a little bit and walk down on the field and got the uh, pregame interview. And then went back up and, we were ready for kickoff, and boy, it was a fun game. Absolutely a fun game. Didn't start out. <laughs> they run the kickoff back, and it's 7 nothing with seven seconds gone off the clock, and you sit there and go, oh, boy, this this could get interesting in a hurry. But you look on the sidelines and even talk to Dr. Kerr, who was down on the sidelines uh, after the game, and there was absolutely no panic, no emotion, Nothing after that kickoff return. Mm. They just were 
they said, okay, let's go. Here we go. And they went down and uh, were able to uh, put a drive together. I thought early in the game, I thought the officiating crew kind of got in the middle of the game. And I'm like, okay, this is a national championship game. Take three giant steps backwards and let the 22 guys on the field play. But I agree. It, it settled down afterwards. But, man, early in the game, it's like every time you turned around, the you know, the guy, he he looks 16, by the way, the guy in the white hat, uh, <laughs> he kept turning that microphone on and talking. I'm like, quit talking and, and let's play football. Yeah, there was, there was, some, there was some things in there that uh, were not kosher. Uh, and Coach Fred mentioned that going into the locker room. Uh, so he, he was not real, uh, upbeat with that, but, uh, I, I, th- you know, I thought you're right. I thought they kind of got in the way early and I thought they had some, you know, some really questionable calls throughout the game. And so I, you know, I don't, I'm like you, I, I want the officiating just to kind of get out of the way in a championship game. Uh, particularly early, they didn't do that. So. No, absolutely didn't. But. All in all, they uh, they played well and and got it done. And boy, I tell you what, defense got after it too, didn't they? They did, and you, you could just see the life in the second half going out of the North Central. The way that defense was just swarming the football and being able to do things that North Central wasn't used to. And, and you know, you and I kind of talked about that. That this is a good football team in North Central, but I mm-hmm. didn't think, just looking at film, that they had seen the speed of the Crusaders defense. I can assure you they hadn't. No. And you and that was that became evident yeah. in that ball game. It really did. I was just we were and we talked about it just a minute ago. How, how cool is it for the Bowden family? Mm-hmm. Uh you have one son at about three in the afternoon go out and win a state championship for the Chana Spring Cougars and then uh, a couple hours later Big Brother wins a national championship with the UMHB Crusaders. I bet Christmas is going to be fun around that house. Yeah, you think? That, that's going to be a fun time. You know, Dad being the coach and, and you know, his two sons having an opportunity to win the uh, highness honor at their level, and both of them able to do that. Both of them played very well on, on Friday night and come away with a, a state championship at, at Jerry's World and a National Championship at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's it, another great point. It, it doesn't get any better than that. Uh, you know, and again, you sit there and wonder, I wonder if this has ever happened before. I, I'm, I'm sure that it probably has, but, I man, I wouldn't I – wouldn't, I, I don't think it's, it's happened in a 24-hour span, I bet. It, I, I would almost go out on a limb and say that that hasn't – you're right, it probably has happened at some point in time, but on the same day – Within you, hours you, of each other, you said twenty-four hours. You better get it down to about six or seven. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I mean, mean, it was on the same day, and, yeah. and you know, it's that that's that's amazing. One 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 kicked off at three, and one kicked off at six. Mm-hmm. I mean, so uh, yeah, so pretty pretty pre- surreal, pretty impressive stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, and we're gonna, we're going to get into that a little bit today. We'll talk about the Cowboy win yesterday. Uh, I don't know what you think, but if anybody thinks that that offense is cured, they're wrong. I mean, they they had, what, five trips in the red zone yesterday? Mm -hmm. Two touchdowns, Mm -hmm. three field goals, two two missed extra points. I mean, it was – it was, And the defense was terrific again. Now, let's also say that that was an inept New York Giants offense because of COVID and because of injuries. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were. Uh, 
there was just a lot of bad stuff going on for the Giants. I will say this, though. Everybody has been ripping on Joe Judge, the uh, head coach of the New York Giants. I thought his team played hard. They did. I agree with that. Uh, You know, and when a team quits on a coach, you can tell. You can tell. That team has not quit. No, they haven't. There was no quit in that group. They just weren't very good. No, they're not. They're not a good football team. You're right, and they they haven't quit. They haven't hung it up and said, you know what, this is we're done. Now they may after yesterday. I don't know. We don't know how it's going to go from here. But uh, they did play hard. Um, they didn't have anything at the quarterback position nope. yesterday, and so that that made it even more of an uphill battle for them. Um, but in that in part goes to how good this defense is too. Mm-hmm. You have to give them the credit where credit is due. I I just think. Uh, the job Dan Quinn's done with this defense is absolutely amazing where they're at right now. They went out and got some free agents that, that kind of fit what his philosophy was going to be. And, you know, they, they found some diamonds in the rough and they're performing very, very well. And, you know, they hit on a draft pick and they were able to kind of put some things together. And you know, I, this defense is playing at a very, very high level. Ah. Uh. And again, it's 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 hard to tell because you're watching on television. Mm-hmm. But it looked like to me that Dan Quinn said, "You know, we don't have to be real fancy this week." It, it looked like it was pretty base defense to me. Uh, you didn't see eleven rushing a ton. Uh, you know, heck, he was back in coverage a couple of times. I mean, he's chasing he's chasing a guy down the sideline. Uh, one time, I mean, it, it, so it looked pretty base to me, and 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 base was good enough. I mean, they didn't have to do a whole lot uh, to take care of the New York Giants. Again, I'll go back. Uh, C.D. Lamb did not play well. I don't care what anybody say; didn't play well. Mm. Uh, he, he dropped three. You got a quarterback that's struggling. You can't drop footballs. You got to help him. You got to help him. Uh, and they didn't give Dak any help in that in that department. No. Uh, I didn't think Dak played particularly well again. No, I don't think he did. Uh, there was no rhythm to the offense again. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know. And, and, and look, Kellen Moore's the play caller. And, and I don't know if it's because the lack of continuity within the offense that he's just you know, going here, going there, trying to find something. But, Ward, they only had – they had what their longest play, their longest pass play yesterday was 19 yards. 19. Week before that against Washington, 24. Week before that, 19. Uh, Dak's having a hard time throwing the deep ball, too. I mean, they made yes. a couple of efforts at it, but he, he missed on, on three or four that were should have been uh, one the one to gallop down the sidelines that was deflected. If he throws that in the right spot, that's a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, Gallup was open. He, he was behind he had, the defender. He had the guy by three steps. Yeah, and he underthrew him. And how about the body language you're starting to see from some of the receivers? Well, they're frustrated. Yeah. Ball's not being put where it is, and you know Jerry Jones just a couple of weeks ago put it on them instead of his quarterback. And oh, they run wrong routes. Yeah, that's that's got to be frustrating to them as well. Yeah. So yeah, that I, there's a little bit of disarray with this offense right now. It is, you know, and everybody says, "Well, they're winning football games." Okay, okay, that's fine. Great. But when it really counts, are they going to win football games? Being like this, is, I, is I don't beating think a so. four and ten New York team is that what you're? I mean, and you were mediocre doing it. No, uh, what, not going to get it done. Can you beat the Green Bay Packers with that performance? No. No. 
I don't think so. No. Can you look and you're getting help? (laughs) I mean, Tampa lost yesterday. Look, they've got some problems and did not score yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Arizona got beat again yesterday. They look a little, they know that not a little, they look, they they're out of sync. Well, they look pedestrian yesterday. There's no doubt about it against a, a bad Detroit line football team. So you, the guys that you're chasing are helping you a little bit here. And, so, and you should be ramping it up right now because you, you have an you opportunity. Should. But offensively, I, I think there's a huge concern with this offense. I do. Should be. So we'll get into that uh, a little later on in the program as well. Baylor men and women basketball, as we mentioned, uh, uh, on the road, uh, opposite parts of the country. You had the men in Oregon and you had the women in Connecticut taking on Michigan. And uh, we'll talk about those games coming up as well. So we got all that lined up for you. And uh, hopefully we'll uh, – Visit with some folks as we roll through the uh, program here on a Monday as well. 713, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's go ahead and check the weather forecast this morning. Our weather on this uh, on this Monday, the uh, the first day of, I, I, I guess we call it Christmas week. This is Christmas week. And uh, our and our weather's brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925. They're at 6101 Bosky Boulevard, and you can check them out at whbfamily.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We'll watch the clouds start to break by the later half of the afternoon, exposing a bit of sunshine with a high today only reaching 50 degrees. Another cool night is in store with partly cloudy skies and a low of 34. Be careful of some patchy fog developing overnight into early tomorrow morning. Otherwise, our Tuesday looks to be mostly sunny and a high of 60 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They say that Nick Saban sent a plane back to East Lansing to, uh, when he got the job at, I guess it would have been LSU, and to, to get all his assistants, and none of them got on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Kelly had a similar situation. None of the Notre Dame people really wanted to go with Brian. I don't know what that tells you. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. So if you're like me and still have some last-minute shopping to do, you need to check out Kohl's. I got my husband the green Fitbit Versa 3 for $169.99, found some great toys for 50% off, and got silver jewelry my mom is going to love for just $17.59. I even saved an extra 20% and got Kohl's cash. So I guess you could say I got everything just in the nick of time. 
Get it? Flex Styles. Ends December 24th. Price valid on green Fitbit Versa 3 only. Toys and Fitbit. Coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or postal for details. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 716, welcome back into the program, and happy Monday, by the way. I know everybody's excited that it's Monday. I don't know about you, but on Sunday night, I just start pacing the floor. I cannot wait till Monday morning because we all have to go back to work, don't we? Oh, man. Uh, 16 after seven. We're going to dive back into some football conversation. We'll do that here in just a few minutes. Uh, but right now, I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, basketball. Well, let's start with yesterday's game. And... Uh, and the uh, Baylor women taking on Michigan. They lose in overtime, uh, 74-68. They're now 9-2. and two. Their two losses have been a true road game and a neutral site game. Uh, man, that was it was a heck of a game. I watched a lot of the game, and it was one of those back and forth, you know, and it was just, again, it was, it was two really good teams getting after it. Uh, Baylor had a chance uh, in regulation. Uh, and, and then they had a chance uh, with uh, in over to, to, in overtime to get it maybe to a double a second overtime, but uh, look, the ball didn't fall, and, and that's just that's just the bottom line. Melissa Smith uh, had had a couple of good looks, and it just didn't happen. Uh, she did have a terrific game: twenty-one points, fourteen rebounds. That's her tenth double double. Uh, I mean, come on now, that's that's big time, Ward. Uh, when and I don't care if you're doing that in an inner squad scrimmage, uh, a double double, and it wasn't. Look, twenty one and 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 fourteen. Are you kidding me? What a what a what a day, huh? Yeah, that's that's impressive, and you know she's being able to kind of lead this offense and and play good defense, and you know that's they they need they need somebody to step into that position, and right now they're getting that from her and. You know, th- this is a team that that's still trying to. You know, y- you look at the record and you think, "Oh, wow, they're you know they're gonna they're just gonna roll here." Well, the thing about this team is it's kind of still trying to find itself, still trying to gel with a new head coach and some new members uh, on on that bench. So, uh, it, what they've been able to do so far, I know it's disappointing that they they didn't get the win uh, yesterday, but still, I I think that this if if you look at you know, all the new pieces that are here, you know, I I think it's kind of maybe ahead of schedule a little bit. And I'll say this, uh, and I don't have the percentages in front of me or anything like that, uh, but just watching the game, both teams really really got after it on, on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. It was it was a physical physical basketball game and both teams played terrific, terrific defense. But again, they uh they 
they had a yeah, I, I think if memory serves me correctly, Nalissa had a baseline jumper uh that could have I think could have won the game in regulation and uh, missed and then uh they got her the ball with like twenty four seconds to go in overtime and she she had a, a drive to the bucket and uh, the shot just didn't fall in uh, in overtime that would have probably forced a second overtime. So uh, it is what it is, and they're now nine and two. Uh, again, the uh, you had a loss on the road, and then you have a, a neutral site loss. So uh, that's where this team is now. Saturday night on the men's side, boy, it was uh, a tell of two halves in my opinion. It was uh, it was interesting in the first half, as uh, and that's a good Oregon team. I know they're about five hundred, but man, they've got some players. Uh, they'll be in the tournament. And that's a team that I think has won the Pac-12 four out of the last mm-hmm. six seasons. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know about you. I mean, I would think that when you travel that far, that that's got to have a little effect on you. But they just – I mean, the first half just was not what you would, what you would consider Baylor basketball. Second half, they got after it. Uh, and they, they turned it up on defense and – and then offensively, I thought they kind of got in a flow. I don't know. Did you? I know you were traveling back from uh, from um, from um, Ohio, but did you get to see any of the men's game? No, I didn't. I was I was still traveling. It was over before we got uh, before I got back to the house. Kendall Brown, that guy played above. I'm telling you, they they had about a a twelve. I think it was a twelve oh run. And Kendall Brown played in that entire 12 minutes. He played above the rim. I mean, there was th- – that guy can jump out of the gym. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm sitting there thinking about, you know, just how much offensive production they lost from a year ago from last year's team and just how good those guards were a year ago. But, wow, man, uh, these young guys have come in and done a job, and, and it's fun to watch. I mean, they they are they are fun to watch, and and they do not mind guarding you a little bit. Uh, uh, that's the most impressive thing for this team is the defense. I, I know you talk about the offense, the guards that you lost, but those guards also could drop back and play defense and play the best defense in the country. And I I, I think that right now Baylor is still the best defensive basketball team in the country by far. And, and uh, I said this last week. Play. I I think. I think before – and I know it's putting a little pressure on them, but I think that this team defensively could be better this year than they were a year ago. Maybe. I mean, they – I mean, playing at a, They're playing very, very good defense. And that's – you know, that's hard to do with, with new guys. I mean, you understand when you come into the program that, you know, this – this if you play for Scott and Drew, you're going to play defense. And you, you kind of have that mindset already, but to be able to – adhere to it and make the switches and go from from man to zone and and flow back into it and get back on defense and they they do it seamlessly it's it's fun to watch them play defense Kendall Brown had 17 I think 15 of those 17 were in the second half uh Adam Flagler was 16 Akinjo had 17 Jonathan Chamwa Chachua everyday John uh an eyelash away from a double double he had 10 points and nine rebounds uh, off the bench for you, but uh, Scott Drew uh, talking with John and Pat on the post game show after the game. First half, we we 
Yeah, definitely, uh, 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 coaching staff. There's a couple things I wish we'd have done a little better to prepare us. Uh, uh, starting with uh, uh, just how important the bench's energy is, and they were good. But I mean, second half, uh, 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 our bench's energy was unbelievable, and uh, just gave uh, uh, our guys on the court a lot of confidence. And then uh, um, schematically, um, we adjusted and, and took away those threes mm -hmm. and uh, uh, stopped uh, uh, giving so much help and support on the post. And um, that's why. You play the game. Uh, uh, sometimes you have uh, uh, intentions going into it. You think things will work, and the great thing is um, the players always do a great job adjusting, and that's because we have a, a, a great player leadership. And instead of getting rattled down 10, you could have gone in the locker room, maybe down 10, 15, and then that's really hard to overcome. But um, for us, cutting it to four, going into half was really big, and then coming out and uh, second half was uh, much more uh, like Baylor basketball. That is uh, Scott Drew uh, on the uh, postgame show Saturday night after the uh, Bears win over uh, Oregon to remain undefeated at 10-0 and on the season. And uh, Coach Scott Drew's postgame comments, courtesy of the Baylor Radio Network from Learfield. Quick turnaround. They got Alcorn State in uh, in in tonight. So a, a very quick turnaround for, for the Baylor basketball team. I guess they uh, got back either late Saturday or early Sunday – depending on how you look at it, and probably had a quick uh, walk-through practice yesterday, game-plan-wise, for, for tonight, and then they'll play tonight and and, uh, and see if they can't move to 11-0. But uh, the fact that, that, hey, look, they didn't play particularly well in the first half or didn't play as, to, as well as they would like, I can assure you that, and then to come out in the second half and flat get after it, uh, that's pretty impressive. It, when you can do that, and you're a good basketball team, you can make those adjustments, and and you have the opportunity to be able to do that. You're you're going to be able to win a lot of basketball games, and that's what Scott Drew and his staff are able to do. They're able to make those adjustments, and, and the team is able to go out and execute it. And you know the quick turnaround tonight. I think that's good for them. I mean, they that's not by mistake. That's on purpose. So when they get to tournament play, those are you know you don't have surprises when you have to wake up and get after it again in, in just a day. So. Uh, they won't have that opportunity once they get into conference play. And so being able to kind of have these setting up for them is, is, you know, on purpose so they can have no surprises when they get there because, look, they've got lofty goals again. All right, uh, 726 here on a Monday. And if you, uh, you'd like to chime in, anything that we, uh, that we discussed or, or maybe we, we left something off the table. You think we need to uh, jump in on it? Uh, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Lorena's Jordan Porter made national TV on ESPN with Randy Moss. Okay? Yeah, he, he was on You Got Mossed on yesterday. Very Pretty nice. cool from the, national, from the uh, state championship game against Barack. He went up and caught a pass over two defenders. Let's see here. Uh, had Longhorn fans saying Baylor mean uh, Baylor men's basketball is the program in the nation that uh, that's saying something. Hmm, very nice, very nice. Uh, some thoughts from the CNC Collision Center text line. All right, uh, seven twenty-seven. Hey, if you, if you're thinking about lunch today, 
And who's not thinking about lunch? It's already 727 in the morning. Think about double R-O. <laughs> You're laughing at me, but, you know, hey, why not? You got you, you to gotta plan. You got you to gotta be prepared, Ward. You got to have a plan. Double uh, R old-fashioned hamburgers, 1810 herring. Uh, we solved about five sports issues in their Friday? Was I in there Friday, Thursday, or Friday? It, anyway, we got them all resolved, David and Perry and, and all the guys. I mean, we got – I mean, all they got to do is call us. We got the answers. So, uh, anyway, AT10 Herring, uh, it's the best burger in Waco. They got the, the secret ingredient. I'm not sure what it is. They won't tell. But, uh, look, they're not going to place uh, – they're not going to cook your order until you place the order. It's that simple. They're, I mean, they're, they don't have – 20 patties stacked up under some heating lamp because they want to stay ahead of the game. They cook it when you order it, and it's that simple. Uh, and, look, they got all the toppings you want. Maybe you want jalapenos on your burger. Maybe you want onions. Maybe you want grilled onions. Maybe you want mayonnaise. Maybe you want all three, mayonnaise, mustard, and ketchup. That's your business. I, I, I can't. <laughs> uh, but, anyway, that uh, you could certainly have it the way you want it because, again, they're not going to prepare your burger until you uh, until you place that order, of course they got fries and tots and onion rings and all that kind of good stuff and uh, and your favorite drinks as well. You can uh, you, you if you got a Christmas party coming up, you, well you better hurry. But I mean if you want it catered, and you can have it catered with something other than a burger, you could certainly do that. Just give Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers a call. Here's the phone number by the way, and this is the number for for catering uh, with David and Perry. Or, or you just want to call in your order and go through the drive-through. You don't have time to, to to sit and visit and and solve all the world's problems with this. Then you can just uh, go through the drive-through. Two five four seven five three one six zero three. Two five four seven five three one six zero three. It is Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Recently on Game Time. We welcome in the head coach of the number one ranked Baylor Bears, Coach Scott Drew. Most importantly, we got the win, and uh, uh, that helped us uh, earn number one ranking for the third straight year, and uh, only us and Gonzaga out of 358 schools have been able to do that. And if you go in the last six years, uh, Duke, Kansas, Baylor, Gonzaga, the only ones to be ranked uh, number one uh, four out of six years. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctors thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls.
I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Gene and Claire, tell them where. CMCAutoGroup.com Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Dak Prescott hit on 28 of 37 passes for 217 yards and a touchdown to lead the Cowboys to a 21 to 6 win over the Giants. Trayvon Diggs picked up his 10th pass interception of the year, part of 31 takeaways by the Cowboy defense so far this season. The Texans picked up their third win of the year, 30-16 over Jacksonville. There are two games on the NFL schedule tonight, the Raiders at Cleveland and the Bears hosting the Vikings. It went to overtime before the Baylor women lost a 74-68 decision to Michigan to drop Baylor's record to 9-2. John Daly and his son beat Tiger Woods and son Charlie by two strokes at the PNG Championships in Orlando. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 733, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward, we're glad you're with us as we uh, bounce along here on a Monday. We're going to talk a little Cowboy football coming up in a few minutes. Hopefully, uh, if everything goes according to our good friend Hoyle, we'll uh, visit with Jerry Hill uh, and, and get his thoughts on Baylor basketball, Baylor football, getting ready for a trip to New Orleans and the Sugar Bowl. That'll be coming up New Year's night. At uh, 7.45, uh, let's see here. Buh, 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 buh. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, get to, we'll get to Jerry here in, in just a few minutes, I think so. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll, uh, we'll visit with Jerry coming up uh, in our next segment. But uh, let's talk about the Cowboy game, Ward. And first of all, let's hear from Dak. This is what Dak... I had to say on the on the uh, post game press conference. We're definitely building. Um, as I've said before, we're trying to peak at the right time. Uh, make sure that we're heading into the postseason uh, with momentum. Um, playing some of our our best ball. Defense is doing that. Offense still has some some growth to, to do. Um, but as you said, three and zero, um, three road games. Uh, that's big. That's big. Had it in the direction where we're going. Um, you'll take these wins any way you can get them. Division win. 
uh, yeah, great team win just um, here on the road. Any, let me just say this. Any win is a great win, and that's, that's a fact. I thought, the, I thought the defense played terrific again. I mean, they created, they created opportunities for, for the offense. But when you have that many trips to the red zone and, and some of them gift wrapped for you in the red zone, Ward, and, and 21 is all you can produce, there's something that's just not 100% correct with that offensive football team. No, I don't think the offense is running anywhere close to being on all cylinders. I, I think Dak looks um, he looks hampered in some way to me, and I don't know what it is. I, just, I can't put my finger on it. I don't, I don't know what, what is causing his errant throws or his decision-making in some cases, um, and maybe it's just the defense are disguising well enough. But, you know, he, he goes back to – uh, the tight end yesterday, which was MIA last week, but they they found a way to get back to the tight end, and that was that was their most production is Dalton Schultz and being able to find him and and, and be able to get to him didn't get him in the end zone like they should have, but um, you know you go back to that that tight end and I think that that helped the offense, but again, uh, as the texter said a few minutes ago on the CNC Collision text line, you know maybe the offense uh, running game is is hurting because the passing game is not a threat. And I think he's exactly right. The passing game for this Dallas Cowboys football team right now is not a threat. And I, again, I know I sound like a broken record and I'm sorry, but I, I, I lay part of this blame right at the doorstep of, of Kellen Moore. I just, I, I think he's struggling right now as a, as a play caller. And that's you know my humble opinion, but I, I just, I don't like the way he's calling the games right now. Could he be struggling because of the inconsistency of the offensive play? I mean, is he searching inside the game? I mean, does he have a plan going in and then sure immediately has to get away from that plan because he doesn't feel comfortable that these guys are, are going to execute that that plan? I, I, again, I don't know. I'm asking. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm sure he has a plan going in, but, I, I, again, that could be part of it. Uh, it could be part that he's just not patient enough. Um, you know, I, I think there's a lot of, you know, reaching in the bag of tricks and, and, and pulling out something. And I just, there's no rhyme or reason to figure out what he's doing on a consistent basis. And, you know, maybe there is, and I just, I'm not smart enough to figure it out, but I just, I, I cannot, I cannot see that, that he is being consistent as a play caller. And I, I think that, you know, he's, he's a little bit lost right now, in my opinion. Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, two catches, eight yards. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get it. Well, no. He's your one or your two, depending on how you look at it. Either way, that's not enough. Uh, you know, how many times was he targeted? Five. Uh, let's see, five. Okay, five. That's not enough. I, you know, I. I I agree. Dalton Schultz, your leading receiver, eight catches, 67 yards. Mm-hmm. C.D. Lamb, six catches, 50 yards. Now, How many targets honest, were to him? Uh, nine, and he dropped three balls. There you go. He, I mean, flat out dropped three pretty good throws. It t- one of them, in, in one of them could have been yeah. 
one of them could have been a better throw, but the other two were just absolute drops. You know, the one thing you kept hearing was Micah Gallup's getting back, and they're going to have the three starting receivers together. Blah, blah, blah. Three catches, 32 yards. One, 19 yards. The longest pa- pass play of the game for the Cowboys. So, and again, when you look at Dak, he was uh, – 28 of 37, 217, uh, you know, so. Yeah, and, and that's, look, he was lucky to have that, right? Yeah, so it just uh, it just was not uh, as productive as you would hope that they would be. And, and I don't, you know, and we've talked about this for a month on just how bad this this offense is and, you know, without the, the defense playing at the level that they're playing at, you know, who knows what their record is. I get it. It's a team game. They're ten and four. They're in first place in the in the NFC East and they've pretty much secured that 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 spot for the uh uh you know, as as the champion of the East. It's not a hundred percent, but I mean, come on, it's it's as good as it it's it's as good as theirs, but I, I think when you start looking at this football team, you 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 think in terms of where this team is going beyond the uh, the the play beyond the regular season and and beyond the division. Ward, I think this team has aspirations of you know, or, or at least they did six weeks ago of being the best team in the NFC. And look, they're getting some help right now, and, and we'll talk about that a little later on. But uh, again, when you look at this team. Do they match up well with the top three, four teams in the in the NFC? Well, if their defense can keep playing like they are and keep them in games, I they, they have a chance. But if the offense is inept as it has been, you know, I don't know. How long has it been now? Three weeks? Yeah, that's what I said, three, four weeks. But and here's the it, here's They're the, not going to win those football games. They're he, just not. The crazy part for me is, make no mistake about it, the first six weeks of the season – the offense carried this football team. Mm-hmm. And now the defense is carrying this football team. I, I think maybe as a greedy Cowboy fan, we're looking for the offense from four weeks ago to go along with the defense of today. I mean, is that, I don't, is that I don't, fair? Well, I don't think, you know, I, yes and, and no. I mean, for me, I don't think they have to be the offense that they were. They just have to be consistent and they have to have trips in the red zone that get them touchdowns and not field goals I mean right now they're not consistent they're not helping the defense out a little bit I mean you don't have to go out there and and produce 500 yards of offense and and score 40 50 points a game that's that's not what we're looking for that's not what I'm looking for I'm just looking for some consistency from a good offense that that can you know pick up first downs that can help the defense by moving the chains and staying on the field and then getting into the end zone when when they have the opportunity. Again, you don't have to be flashy. You don't have to put up 500 yards of offense. You don't have to score a lot of points. But you do have to be consistent. You do have to be able to move the change. You do have to be able to pick up first downs. You know, Dak has to put the ball where it's supposed to be, uh, and and receivers have to catch it when it's there. Right now, there's just a lot of discombobulation and, and disarray with this football team. I guess what I'm saying is I would like to see this team offensively be as productive 
and consistent, as you pointed out, as they were early. I mean, early in the year, this team looked like it – I mean, they could do – they could do anything they wanted to do whenever they wanted to do it. They, yeah, they, they were could dominating. Run. They were they were able to run the football. They were able to throw the football. They were able to move the change. There, there wasn't a whole – I mean, the, and they did it without a whole lot of stress. I mean, there just wasn't a lot of stress. The offensive line was so stinking good that there just wasn't a lot of stress. And, and Zeke – Zeke is averaging about three yards a carry over the last month. Well, he's not, yards. he's not being able to get in any kind of rhythm in the game. Uh, put that on the offensive line if you want. I, you know, I don't know where the, the disconnect is with that, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally different. Uh, he's banged up. The offensive line's banged up. Dak obviously is banged up whether they want to admit it or not. So, I mean, the, you know, they're a, a beat up offense right now. So that's, you know, maybe that's what the problem is. In the run game yesterday, 28 running attempts between Dak and, and Tony Pollard. Dak had 16 opportunities for 52 yards, 3.3. And Pollard, 12 opportunities, four less, 74 yards, 6.2. So, you know, after sitting out, what what did he have, turf toe or something like that uh, I, a week I, ago? I, I think he has a little bit of plantar fasci- uh, fasciitis. Is what I heard, and that's painful, very. But he played. But he played this week and picked up to twelve again. Twelve opportunities, seventy-four yards, six and a half a carry. Uh, but again, Zeke four more opportunities and eighteen less yard or twenty-two less yards in a three-point-three per carry average. Well, and you got to look to where Zeke is carrying the ball and Pollard's carrying the ball. The, the plays that are called, I mean, Zeke's in between the tackles and Pollard's getting those zone reads and, and being able to get a blocker out in front of him, you know, that, that makes a little bit of a difference in, in where they're carrying the ball and how they're carrying the ball. So, you know, there's a little bit. You, you have to take that in consideration when you're comparing the two. I understand, but go back and look at his per carry average the first six weeks. It was it was in that five-and-a-half to six-yard per carry average. I mean, they were pushing people off the line of scrimmage, and he was – exploding into the hole and do you see that same explosion no, right you now don't. and that's what i said i just said a few minutes ago he, he he's banged up that knee is not even close to 100 percent. you can tell in between plays and him you know putting his hand up after a carry or two wanting to go to the sidelines because his, his knees giving him problems the flip side of this whole thing is they're winning football games and if you can weather the storm with uh, with some key guys that are nicked up and 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 find a way to get them back to to get them get them healthy again, then then maybe this offense does get to that that next level like it was earlier in the year around playoff time. I don't know. Uh, you got Washington coming in, then you have Arizona, and then you finish with Philadelphia. So that that's what it looks like down the stretch for the Cowboys. And again, they're they're getting some help. Uh, Ward, when you start looking at the standings, and we'll talk about that a little later on uh, in the program. Right now, it's 7.46. We're 14 shy of 8 o'clock here on a Monday. And let's talk about our friends over at Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Hey, look, uh, I-, I think I'm going to head that way today. I, I think I'm looking for uh, for a booster shot today. Uh, and you can get it. They uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. They provide vaccines 
at double R old fashioned at double R at the Circle Truck thirty two eleven Robinson Drive. It's they're locally owned. They're an independent pharmacy. Doc Everett and the gang do a tremendous job. I was in there the other day getting some prescriptions filled, and and uh, you know just we got to talking about uh, about the. Uh, about vaccines and about booster shots. And again, you can do all of that over there at uh, Circle Drug from 9 until 4, Monday through Friday. And if they're open Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, Saturdays from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. And it's uh, they, and they provide uh, free delivery to your home or to your office. It, it, look, if you're a little little tight on time, just have them deliver it. They'll, they'll deliver it to your home or to your office, whatever the case may be. It's your one-stop shop for all your pharmacy and medical supply needs. We're talking about our good friends at Circle Drug, 3211 Robinson Drive. Here's the phone number. If you got if you want to call and, and, and talk to a pharmacist or, or somebody there, 662-0774. That's 662-0774. The Baylor Coaches Show, now 7 to 8 p.m. Wednesdays, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Join us Wednesday, December 22nd, live from Rudy's for a Sugar Bowl preview show featuring head coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday, the 22nd. Join us this Wednesday for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, now beginning at 7 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Payments for qualified buyers at 2.9% with 5,000 down or cash or trade. TTNL Extra, see dealer for details. Get the quality pre-owned car you need now at a price you can afford at Richard Car. Find great deals like a 7-passenger 2016 GMC Acadia for $225 a month. A 2019 Ford F-150 for $438 a month. Plus, get top dollar for your trade now. Richard Car pre-owned vehicles go through a 172-point inspection, and our aggressive lenders say yes when others say no. Find your next car or truck at Richard Car today. At Richard Car, we give you more. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. At CMC Auto Group, we have always strived to carry the highest quality pre-owned inventory in town. All vehicles serviced, checked out, oil changed, and ready to drive daily. At CMC Auto Group, Central Texans are our customers, and Central Texans are who we strive to please. Great local financing available with incredibly low interest rates. CMC Auto Group at Highway 6 and Imperial. Ian and Claire, tell them where. Say habla espanol. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 at Imperial Drive. Come by and see what makes us different. Dak Prescott hit on 28 of 37 passes for 217 yards and a touchdown to lead the Cowboys to a 21 to 6 win over the Giants. Trayvon Diggs picked up his 10th pass interception of the year, part of 31 takeaways by the Cowboy defense so far this season. The Texans picked up their third win of the year, 30-16 over Jacksonville. There are two games on the NFL schedule tonight, the Raiders at Cleveland and the Bears hosting the Vikings. It went to overtime before the Baylor women lost a 74-68 decision to Michigan to drop Baylor's record to 9-2. John Daly and his son beat Tiger Woods and son Charlie by two strokes at the PNG Championships in Orlando. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven fifty-one. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White's in. Joined now by Jerry Hill from the Baylor Bear Insider. Jerry, good morning. How are you? And welcome to Monday. Good morning, fellas. Sorry, I was a little late getting on. Uh, had had responsibilities this morning, so uh, appreciate you waiting on me. Hey, sometimes that takes precedent. It, 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 <laughs> so you, you you move that to the front hey. of the list. Yeah, family is priority. I appreciate you guys. Absolutely. Hey, Jerry, let's talk a little basketball. Uh, let's start yeah. with yesterday. Uh, yeah. What a heck of a game. Uh, it just, you know, uh, two teams that flat got after each other. Yeah, I did. It was very physical. Um, you know, Michigan, I mean, you can look at there was one stat that just kind of stood out above, uh, above all else. I mean, obviously the rebounds, 50 to 35, but the, the number that, really jumps off the page is 29 to three in second chance points. I mean, you just can't have that big a disparity and, and, you know, I guess good for them just to take it to overtime, but they, they had chances though, too, because Nalissa had a shot there at the end of regulation and, and even there at the end of overtime, she had a shot to tie it up uh, with about 15 seconds to go. So they had their chances, just couldn't, uh, couldn't come away with the win and that was one of the things that they talked about that was I think they got the ball with like 24 seconds designed to play for Nalissa in in overtime to give her that opportunity without a lot of pressure as far as time on the clock is concerned and they they immediately went to the basket and she got a good look it just didn't fall oh yeah yeah and that was that was tough because she really had a great day I mean she uh I think it was 21 and 14 I mean she had a you know and, and shot real well too she just missed those two shots that one could have won it, one could have tied it. So, um, you know, it's, and, and Nikki talked about it after the game, like, um, you know, cause some, I think one of the AP writers or somebody asked about, you know, do, do you hesitate putting it in her hand? Do you look to somebody? And she's like, no, I mean, I, I'm not going to use her as a decoy. I'm going to put the ball in the best player's hands and let them make a play. Um, <laughs> just didn't, didn't happen yesterday, but, uh, you know, you can't falter for putting the ball in the best player's hands. Yeah, who else do you want uh, with, with the game of the line? You know, who, arguably going to be the number one, or at, at worst case, the number two player in the in the in the draft. So, I mean, right, that's that's right. who you, that's who you want. And again, as you pointed out, twenty-one and fourteen. I think that's ten consecutive games now with a double double. Yeah, ten straight double doubles leads the nation in that. I believe she still leads the nation in, in rebounding because she was leading going into that game at 13.2 and with 14 rebounds she's just above that so um yeah she's having a phenomenal year and you're right Tommy I mean I think she goes 
probably one of the top two picks. Uh, Washington Mystics um, won the draft lottery uh, yesterday, so they get the number one pick, and Indiana Fever get the number two pick. Jerry, when you look at this basketball team and where they're at and, and take the record out of it, I mean, isn't this kind of what you have to have expected going into this season? There's a lot of new pieces with this basketball team. that they Legitimately, they still have time to gel, and, and they need that time, don't they? Absolutely, and I, and I think it's good for them to be pushed, too. Um, you know, Nikki talked about it going into this game. You know, when you look at last year's, which – also went to overtime in the Sweet 16 game. Um, Baylor's guards, uh, they were all different. You know, Dijanae Carrington, Moon Nurse, and Dee Richards played, I think, all but one minute of that game, and that went 45 minutes. So I think one of the players may have been Dijanae, yeah, because she didn't start. She played 44 minutes, and the other two played 45. Sarah Andrews barely got in the game. I think it was zero-plus minutes. So, um, yeah, I mean, you had all new guards in there. Um, and obviously they've had, you know, 10 games, 11 games now together. But, yeah, I do think it takes a little time, and it's a whole new offense and all that. So you're kind of learning on the fly a little bit, and then you've had some injury issues a little bit too, which you can't really have with a 10-player squad. You can't have a lot of injuries. But, you know, Jade Owens has been out. Queen Egbo got hurt in one of the last games. So, um, you know, they're still putting it together. Uh, but, you know, your two losses uh, – you had chances in both of those. You had a chance to tie at the end against Maryland. Then, obviously, this one you had a chance at the end of regulation to win it. So, I mean, they've lost to two Big Ten teams, uh, but they've got some good wins on the resume as well. Let's change gears, talk a little about uh, about the men's game. Uh, it was almost a tell of two halves. I mean, Oregon had built yeah. a 10-point lead in the first half. Baylor cut it to four at, at the break. And then in the second half, I thought Baylor was just outstanding. Yeah, I mean, that was the defense you're kind of expecting to see now. I mean, um, Oregon scored more points in that first half than Villanova had in the game. So uh, the defense definitely ratcheted up, I thought, in the second half. And, Tom, like you said, I think one of the key things was you got the momentum turned a little bit toward that end of the half. Because, you know, I think it was important that you cut 10 down to 4. And now you're right there. I mean, it's basically a toss-up game at that point. And I think Baylor's defense kind of took over in the second half. And, uh, you know, James Akinjo running the show. And, uh, you know, they've got so many weapons that it's hard to keep them down for a whole game. Um, you know, they, they've just got guys that are playing really well right now. And, and, and a lot of them right now. Uh, 23 points off the bench for the Bears. Yeah, that's been, that's been key. And, and, you know, they bring really talented guys off the bench. I mean, Jonathan Chamwachachua. He uh, he had it, almost had a double double again. I mean he's he's really the most consistent contributor inside. Uh, but the, you know then you've got other guys coming off the bench that are doing the job. Uh, you know L.J. Cryer. Uh, you know just good, like you said, go down the list. They've got guys that they, they can bring in off the bench, and they don't. I, I mean I remember listening to that in the broadcast that they said, how many times do teams you know bring guys off the bench and they don't get any worse they get maybe even in some cases they get better and that's the case with Baylor I mean I you know I think uh, as good as Flo Famba is I think Jonathan Chamochachu is better I, I agree 100 percent and you're right 10 points nine rebounds uh, and then Kendall Brown the freshman mm-hmm. can flat jump through the roof oh my gosh at about the 10 minute mark when they went on I think was it a 12-0 run something like that 
I mean, yeah. they were – and credit the, the rest of the guys to say, hey, look, this this he's got the hot hand. Get him the ball. Yeah. And, and, boy, they got him the ball, and he – man, he was – that. I just started laughing. I mean, he was he was jumping. Yeah, yeah. He was just jumping through the roof, and, and and you know, and I think Scott even talked about it. When there's a there's two every every basket counts two when you're inside the the three point. Yeah. But th- those are also baskets that get the bench going and, oh, and yeah. get the whole team in, involved when 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 he, when you're rim rattling like he was. And, and I think I think in a way it kind of intimidates the other team because I uh, you know I mean I think he had five dunks in that game and the one I thought that got it going was that one uh, off the uh, out of bounds play where uh, I believe it was Akinjo hit him on a bounce pass and he just thunder dunked it uh, and that kind of got him rolling and got him you know where they kind of took control of that game and you're right I mean he's he's got unbelievable athletic ability and 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 the other guys I mean, the other guys. You know, they knew, like you said, they knew who had the hot hand. They knew who they needed to go to, and they did. Um, and, and, you know, I remember one of the plays, too, Tommy, was, uh, you know, a defensive steal. You know, he he stole the ball on one end and went and dunked it on the other end. So I, I think he's one of those players that's really special on both ends. Jerry, thanks. We'll uh, we'll get together next Monday and talk about uh, the, uh, the Sugar Bowl coming up. So I'm looking forward to that. That would be a lot of fun. All right, Tommy. See you guys. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Jerry Hill uh, from the Baylor Bear Insider. And uh, it is 7.59. We're a minute away from 8. Let's continue our conversation on Baylor Athletics. Here's John Morris with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's number check of Baylor Athletics on Monday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up men's and women's basketball from the weekend, both playing high-profile games on the road. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball went to Connecticut over the weekend, played 13th-ranked Michigan yesterday afternoon and dropped a 74-68 decision in overtime to the Wolverines. 
The Baylor women got their usual double-double from Nalissa Smith, 21 points, 14 rebounds in the game, but were out-rebounded 50-35 by Michigan, including 18-9 on the offensive glass in dropping their second game of the season. The Baylor women now 9-2 on the year. They're off for a Christmas break. They'll play next on December 29th in the Farrell Center, hosting Houston Baptist. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the top-ranked Baylor men to Eugene, Oregon to play the Oregon Ducks late on Saturday evening. The Bears trailed by four at halftime, but a strong second half, outscoring the Ducks by 12 in the second 20 minutes, winning the game 78-70 the final score. Baylor's co-high scores on the night were James Akinjo and Kendall Brown, both with 17 points in the game. 15 of Brown's 17 points coming in the decisive second half, and we visited with him after the game. Thank you. Uh, first off, it's all glory to God, you know, to be able to play uh, this game with my brothers. Um, but, yeah, the, they fired really hard, and they gave us a good punch, but we just stayed together, and uh, we accomplished our goal. You, uh, you're, you personally were really limited in the first half. You got those two fouls and had to sit most of the half. Yeah, uh, those are just uh, mistakes on my end. Uh, picked up two quick fouls and uh, had to sit. But uh, my teammates, you know, they just – they you seen the comeback. They just did a great job of keeping everybody in it and just keeping the energy up going into the second half. That's Baylor freshman Kendall Brown, a 17-point performance in the 78-70 win over Oregon on Saturday in Eugene. Quick turnaround for the Baylor men, now 10-0 on the season. They'll host Alcorn State tonight, 6 p.m. in the Farrell Center. We're on the air at 5.30, tip-off at 6 here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. We are the champions. Indeed. Indeed. We welcome in the uh, National Championship head football coach of the Crusaders, Coach Pete Fredenberg. Coach, good morning, and first of all, congratulations. Well done. Oh, thanks. Good morning to you. It was just a, a whirlwind, and, oh, man, how fun is that? And listening to that, we are the champions. Just, oh, man, uh, unbelievable. Leaves you speechless. Tom Barfield, Ward White. And, and, Coach, when you look back, I, and I, I don't know if you've had a chance, really. I know it's been a whirlwind, and you finished it up Saturday, uh, Friday. And but it, it, have you had a chance to kind of reflect on uh, over the weekend about uh, about this football team and, and just the journey that it's been on? You know, I, have, I really haven't. We, I'm anxious to kind of just slow down. We as soon as we got back, we had our Christmas party for our coaches uh, last night, and uh, we've been preparing for that. But the um, it was just an incredible experience and a great group of uh, seniors and the leadership of this team reflecting back on that <clears throat> certainly is a positive thing that Jefferson Fritz and um, the group of seniors that led us to two national championships in, uh, in three years is uh, remarkable. 
Coach, when you look at where this team was when you started that schedule back in the spring and you had a goal in mind when you started that schedule in the spring to win those five football games, win that conference championship, and then fast forward into the fall practices and, and going through, how much did this team grow from that first game in the spring of 2021 to the national championship game on Friday night? You know, it was really a remarkable, uh, and looking back at that, <clears throat> a remarkable step, but it started actually in the fall of 20 when uh, we were not uh, going to play any games. Uh, we ended up in kind of a spring training that really allowed us to take the young freshman guys that um, and, and teach them and coach them. And, um, and it's just remarkable that we did it through the COVID uh, time. Uh, the players and uh, did an incredible job. And then we had the five games in the spring. So we had we had fall, spring, and spring fall, and uh, but it was great. And you know, looking back now, and just um, a remarkable uh, adventure for this these guys. And we, they really uh, learned a lot of each other. They grew as a team. <clears throat> it was a, it was remarkable. And you know, I hate the fact that COVID is here with us and part of that uh, structure, but. Uh, we grew as a football team a lot, and a real tribute to my coaches. They worked so hard in recruiting and trying to get into high schools and see kids. And um, we would sometimes bring kids in the middle of the week, and it was a it was a remarkable journey. Coach, uh, in talking to to Ward. Uh, we were watching it, you know, obviously back here in Texas, but uh, th the game starts with them returning a kick for a touchdown and putting you behind the eight ball seven to nothing. But Ward, you know, Ward indicated that there was no panic on your sideline. There was, an, and there was no, you know, it, it was just, okay, let's go to work. And you got to be real proud of your football team for that. Well, I am. And that's exactly what they did all year long, you know, uh, giving up. Uh, I mean, it was 28 to seven at halftime. Um, against Harden Simmons and uh, our, our guys, and I really think that that was a um, a time that this team really gelled. The leadership emerged. Uh, the we the will, the strength of the uh, competitiveness came out at, at that time, and guys just refused to uh, um, let that happen. And uh, the leadership that came from that uh, halftime meeting was a, a remarkable group of guys that decided to lead this team in a real positive way. And they did. Uh, we came back and won that game, obviously, and then uh, carried through the season. And anytime we had anything that went a little bit awry, um, our leadership uh, grabbed hold of it, uh, re-steered re the football team in the proper direction. Um, and they didn't, they didn't get nervous or shook up about anything they just knew that they were uh, destined to be a great football team coach one of the things that you've done so well all season long as a coaching staff is, is go into the locker room at a halftime of no matter what game it is and make those halftime adjustments and it was very visible in the games where you made those adjustments how it went over with this team they were able to come out and execute exactly what you were trying to get across in that national championship game on friday night was it those in-game adjustments at halftime that made you so dominant in that second half? Yeah, you know, and that's a tribute to the coaching staff that we have. Uh, Steve Lee, led by Steve Lee on offense, and Larry Harmon on defense. Those guys do a 
incredible job of readjusting and the players obviously are resilient to changes that need to go in and to do the things necessary to um, overcome anything that we're seeing in the first half. Oh, I'm, I'm just real proud of the adjustments that we've made uh, through the year and uh, really proud of these, these coaches. Coach, uh, w- when you look at your football team, where did the where did the biggest growth come from? Was it on the offensive side, the defensive side? Was it in your special teams? W- where did you see the uh, the major growth this, this fall? You know, I think uh, offensively we really developed a, a sense of uh, the, the, the especially the receivers, the uh, guys that uh, just refused to uh, not be a big part of it. Um, you know, we we look and read defenses and see uh, people that are going to add pluses to our stop our run game, add a safety, add a corner, people being left alone. Um, We, we look at that and and take advantage of it. And obviously Kyle King, who was just fantastic in the national championship game of taking what the defense allowed us to take, and uh, that, that to me, is the biggest growth that they have. Defensive side of the ball, Micah Hackett played outstanding on Friday night, gets a strip sack uh, and recovers, and then also two interceptions. Uh, he was all over the field and having a good time on the defensive side of the ball on Friday night. He did. He really was. And he's such a great athlete. And the, the, the tragic thing for him is that he um, hurt his leg early in the season and he just fought back. It was uh, really never anything that could um, – it had to be healed from inside out, and it was uh, a, kind of from an old injury that he had had where they put a plate and screws in his leg, and it had to grow uh, back slowly. Um, obviously, uh, his effort and his um, work that he showed up in the national championship game is what he is very capable of, of doing all the time. Um, and it finally came back to where he was healthy and able to to perform at a high level, and he really took off. You mentioned Kyle King and how well he played on Friday night, Coach, and the way that he was able to steer that offense and just stay cool as the other side of the pillow, finding the open guy and moving the chains. How fun was that to watch him just just dissect that defense of North Central? No, it was amazing. And, you know, when they, they put their best uh, cover guy on uh, Brandon, and that just opened up an uh, opportunity for – Britain and uh, KJ to make some plays, and Kyle took advantage of it. Overall, this this football team playing very, very well and getting a national championship and sitting back, and now the, the senior leadership gets to enjoy that, but it won't be long before you're right back at it again in that weight room and, and hitting back to the practice field. Do you get time to just soak it up a little bit? We're going to soak it up. We're going to take some time and enjoy this, and you know, I, I told the players when we got home that uh, to, to take some time and enjoy this. Uh, we'll get back on January the 8th and uh, reestablish uh, uh, the new set of leaders that uh, will embark on uh, the next journey. So our players are uh, know, know what it takes uh, and have been in the throes of uh, this kind of uh, excitement and and, and obviously they know in order to get back, they've got to go back to work. Um, and and we'll start rebuilding the, the, for the future. 
Coach, again, congratulations. Uh, Thanks so much, and uh, you guys have a very Merry Christmas. I know it's going to be fun around the Fredenberg household, and and, uh, you guys uh, enjoy this a little bit before you go back to work. No, we're going to enjoy it, Tom, and thanks so much. I appreciate y'all calling. All right. Have a great day, Pete. That is uh, Pete Fredenberg, the uh, head coach of the uh, UMHB Crusaders. Ward, you were talking about some of King's leadership and in, in, in throwing ability. He threw for 463 yards. Are you kidding me? In a championship game? Yeah, new record. How about that? In, in 596 in offense, it, it sounds like that North Central said, you know what? For you to beat us, you're going to throw it. And throw it they did. And, right. and you know, look, <laughs> five, 500 yards of a passing offense, or 463 rather, and, and nearly 600 yards of total offense. Well, it goes back to, you know, what this offense has done all season long is they're going to take what the defense gives you, and that's a big mantra of, of what Coach Pete Fredenberg likes to do offensively. And sure, he'd like to run the ball, and he always says there's nothing more demoralizing than just lining up and, and running downhill at somebody and and, and puts the defense in a, in a strain. But if they're going to give you those passes to where you're – just moving down the field at a, at a vicious pace, you know, you, you might as well take advantage of it. And when when they tried to take Brandon Jordan out of the game, well, it opened up K.J. Miller and it opened up uh, Gary Ruckman. It opened up other receivers for them to be able to find those areas and, you know, go beat some man-to-man coverage. And Kyle King was throwing darts uh, on Friday night. So, you know, being able to rack up 500 passing yards in a national championship game, and you could see – the more that he was completing throughout that football game, mm-hmm. you see a little more air go out of that north central sidelines and just just deflated them and, and, and made it really really difficult for them to get back in that football game. Well, they win it uh, and uh, they're the national champion with a fifteen and zero mark. And as you know, you pointed out, they had the spring season because they twenty zero. So twenty wins in this calendar year is that mm-hmm. not crazy? That's unbelievable. You know, and that was that was their. You know, they're calling. Uh, they they kept saying 20 and 21. If they win 20 games in 21, they're the national champions. Well, they got it done. They won 20 games in 21, and they are sitting atop the Division Three football world. All right, uh, 8-16, 16-minutes after 8. That's what happened up in uh, Canton, Ohio, as the uh, UMHB Crusaders won a national championship and uh, come away there 15-0. and 0. It is uh, 8-16. Let's get an update on the Dallas Cowboys. We'll do that for you this morning. We'll also get you a uh, a check of the weather forecast so you'll know what to what's going on here on this Monday. A little damp out this morning as you head out for work. Uh, and our weather this morning is brought to you by Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home, Waco's leading funeral home since 1925 at 6101 Bosque Boulevard. You can check them out at whbfamily.com. We'll get to the weather in a moment, but first, Christy Scales with a Cowboy update from yesterday's win in New Jersey. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dallas got its 10th win thanks to yesterday's 21-6 road victory in which the defense dominated the Giants. Details after this. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it for turning your living room into your office and your gym, for teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. 
Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. The Dallas defense continued its role yesterday, limiting the Giants to two field goals and recording four more takeaways in the Cowboys' 21-6 win at New York. The Cowboys' offense did manage a touchdown from Zeke and a TD catch by Dalton Schultz, plus three Zerline field goals, but once again, the offense had to rely on the defense to set them up in good field position. Dak Prescott said post-game there's now a friendly wager between the Cowboy defense and offense. We have a little bet going on, turnovers versus touchdowns that we've uh, we created this week, and they obviously won this one, but we'll make sure that carries over. And they're doing a great job getting the ball. The Cowboys are now 10-4 and four on the season. Next up, a Sunday night home game against Washington. With the boys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. We'll watch the clouds start to break by the later half of the afternoon, exposing a bit of sunshine with the high today only reaching 50 degrees. Another cool night is in store with partly cloudy skies and a low of 34. Be careful of some patchy fog developing overnight into early tomorrow morning. Otherwise, our Tuesday looks to be mostly sunny and a high of 60 degrees. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. John McClain of the Houston Chronicle. As someone who grew up here, as a diehard sports fan, especially a football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine, through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. The self-employed face a particular challenge with respect to health coverage. Healthcare costs have just skyrocketed and it has really gotten to where it's very complex and confusing. Hurley Benefit Services Vice President, Tammy Hurley. Self-employed individuals have such a personal responsibility and so they really like being able to be in charge of their personal insurance policies and their choices. Health insurance, if you're self-employed, doesn't have to be hard to buy. Hurley Benefit Services can help. Being a self-employed individual, you are working so hard on your business and to know all the answers or to even know what questions to ask about insurance is tough. Come to us, we can answer those questions for you and find a package that you're gonna be able to afford and it's gonna meet your needs. Set a no cost, no obligation appointment with Hurley Benefit Services to find out more. Hurley Benefit Services is locally owned and they're online at hurleybenefitservices.com. H-U-R-L-E-Y benefitservices.com.
Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to helmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Ring in the new year with Baylor football in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 champion Bears and the Ole Miss Rebels Saturday, January 1st from New Orleans in the All-State Sugar Bowl. It's the Big 12 and the SEC on January 1st in the All-State Sugar Bowl right here on the home of Baylor Bear football, ESPN Central Texas. All right, 823, welcome back into the program. By the way, last night, I was trying to find, you know, one of my, you know how you you pay for these services, these TV services, and I kept looking to see, I was looking for Rudolph or Frosty and and couldn't find it. Uh, Somebody on the CNC Collision Center text line, tell me where I can find Frosty and Rudolph uh, what do you call it on demand or whatever, where you can just turn it or on? You can and watch pull it, it up. Yeah, and yeah. I, I I mean, I went through every one that we had, and I could not find it. Now, I did find Polar Express, and happened to watch that. I did you're find looking, you're looking for the the, the classic. Yeah, the old, oh, the old Rudolph, yeah, 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 the yeah, old yeah. Frosty, the yeah, yeah, man. the ori- yeah, the original. I mean, come on, the real thing. Yeah, not not yeah. I mean, I, there's a new Grinch. Did you notice that? And I'm like, that's not the Grinch, man. You talking about the one with Jim Carrey? No, no, no. Th- that's the movie. Then there's the one with what is it? Uh, the, You're back talking in, about the the old cartoon, right? Games. Right. Yeah. There's a new cartoon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, stop that. Quit, quit trying to stop. Come up with a different idea. <laughs> I, I, I saw. Get off my lawn, kid. That's exactly right. Stop. This is. I love watching those things, man. But when I turned that on, I went, "Hang on a sec. What, what's his name? Boris Karloff." Mm-hmm, that was yeah yeah that that did the voice mm-hmm. yeah well th- this was this wasn't him and I'm like okay I'm not watching this okay I I, I tend to I'm, agree I'm mo- I'm moving on you know I tend to agree but look I want the original Rudolph I want the original Frosty uh you know and it, and I, I haven't seen them in a long long time come to think of it well I know that they come on almost um, almost right after Thanksgiving. On CBS. Oh, they I do? Mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. They still show them. I, I missed that. But it's right after Thanksgiving. I want them now. Well, that's why I missed it. Yeah. I want them now. And and I figure, well, there's got to be a place on, you know, we, we pay $9 million for all those, you know, on deals and surely somebody, I can't find them. Can't find them. Anyway, uh, I don't know how we got there, but we did. 825, 25 after eight. Cowboys you win can, yesterday, huh? Okay. You can buy... I don't buy it on Amazon. Yeah, I don't want to buy it. Well, then you don't have to gripe and find it. I I don't want to pay for it. I've I've already paid. You can buy it and have it for. Yeah, it's not a bad deal. I got a VHS of it, but (laughs) do you have a VHS player? 
No, of course okay, not. There you go. It's going to be hard to watch. Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, I can sit there and stare at the box, but anyway. Ward, I, I know that this bothers you, but I, I, I feel like we got to talk about it. I'm a. I'm watching hockey games get canceled. I'm watching college basketball games get canceled. I'm watching – look, we're, we're back into playing NFL football on Monday night and Tuesday night. Does that not bother you a little bit? It does. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm getting concerned again. I, I don't I don't understand, I, I, and I guess it's the, the new variant. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, uh, but it has all of a sudden become – a problem. I mean, we've got games tonight, got games tomorrow night, got games Wednesday night. Now, look, I'm okay with that, but the reasoning that we're having those games, I'm not really okay with. That's the deal. I mean, you know, if, if it was regularly scheduled, you're like, hey, this is great, but this is not regularly scheduled. No. Th- this is, we've got a problem again. Uh, and, and I'm not saying it ever went away because it obviously didn't, but it, there seems to be another surge uh, you know, across our country, and look, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, Saints head coach, COVID, Tulane basketball team, uh, shut down. Chicago Bulls shut down. But I'm going back to to Tulane and to into the New Orleans Saints situation because where are we going in a week? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I don't know. I I, I don't. I don't know why, but you know, and someone had a great point. It may have been you. We had the opportunity to go through an entire Texas high school football season and mission accomplished. How were we able to do that with six conference classifications, play all of those games, all of those playoff games, and then all those championship games, but they're having issues at the, at the collegiate level. Look, I saw where A&M and Rice women's basketball canceled because of the rice has an issue uh with covid uh and, and i told you you know last week that Tulane shut their situation mm-hmm. down uh you have you know you have nba basketball games where there, there's issues the hockey there's issues the nfl there i mean should i mean should we be alarmed I, absolutely i think I, we I, should i i think we're you know getting to that point where yeah there's there's something that's that's not where it was just a month and a half ago. And again, I don't know if it's completely all the new variant or if we let our guard down again, or I don't know what it is. I haven't, you know, I'm, I'm maybe I just don't pay close enough attention, but you know, I'm kind of busy, but still, yeah, there's something legitimately going on. You're right. I was watching the basketball game Saturday night on my third pot, pot of coffee, by the way, but, you know, 9 o'clock tip, but I was watching the game. Fans in the stands all were wearing masks. I mean, it was it was a mandate. It, it, it certainly appeared that everybody, that if you entered that, that facility, you were wearing a mask, you know, uh, at least from the spectator point of view, they were. So, uh, you know, are we headed back in, in that direction? Uh, I, I don't know. I, and I don't know. Look, I don't know if it's hope on my part or whatever, but sometimes you just feel like, okay, maybe we we're turning the corner. We kind of got this thing under control, and then boom, here we go again. Uh, and and look, it's you know this is people's lives. You know, to heck with a football game or a basketball game. These are these are people's lives that are being affected. 
So I, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, you, you're going to have a double header today uh, with Vegas and Cleveland and then the Vikings and Chicago, which was the regularly scheduled Monday night football game. And then on Tuesday night, uh, Seattle and Los Angeles, followed by Washington and Philadelphia. Now, here's my question. How does that affect the Cowboys' Sunday night matchup with Washington if they're playing on Tuesday night? Well, it, that's it's on Washington, I think. I don't think they're going to flex the schedule again because of the Cowboys. I'm, I, that's, you know, that's where we were last year when they were moving games and stuff. It was just you, you, you're going to have to play here and you're going to have to have a short week. And that's that's the way it is. If if it's if it works out for you, fine. If it doesn't, then that's that's fine too. So I don't expect them to com- start completely flexing all the schedules and moving things around because they have to get these games in. Now they might. I mean, you know, they they could have canceled the whole NFL weekend and and moved everything back one week. And you know, we we may be to that point uh, before we know it. I don't know. I mean, if it gets to be something that they have to do just to make it more uh, accommodating for everybody. You, you may see a whole week in the NFL move completely back. Now, I, don't, I know they don't want to do that, but, I mean, that, that's, that's another option that they're, they're going to have to look at and, and try to, to try to make it as fair as possible for everybody if, if this continues to be a trend. And, and right now, that, that's what it is. Look, you got four NFL games that you're going to play in two days. And, oh, by the way, you start with college football this afternoon at, at 1.30 with bowl games getting rolled back into it. So you're, you if you're a football fan, you, you just hit the jackpot. Yeah, away we go. But a lot of this absolutely, positively, for the wrong reason. I mean, it's not because this is what, what we want to do. This is what is being – they're they're having to do to you know to make it where these guys you know they can put a football team together and go play the game. So uh, you're right. It, it may be where you shut shut this thing down. I don't know. Hope it doesn't come to that. You know, last year they navigated through. They didn't shut it down. They certainly flex games, move games, mm-hmm. or rearrange the schedule. And, and you you had to be flexible. In, in in what you were doing. Well, we went through one week where we had a game every night of the week. Yeah. Crazy, crazy as it is, but that's that's the case. All right, uh, 8.32, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the same ownership, the same family-operated business. We're talking about the Emery's, and uh, now it is Braden at the helm of the uh, – of the company, and that's you know that covers four generations, which is a uh, a rarity in today's business environment. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has built their reputation by uh, one customer at a time, and, and their objective is simple: make sure that their customer leaves satisfied with that buying experience. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, equipment, and barns, garage and carport covers, residential metal roofing, uh, structural pipe. They've got. Uh, they also have American-made grade 60 rebar, 3-8 inch to 3-quarter inch. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has a couple of locations down in Bryan and also right here in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They're open Monday through Friday, 730 until 5, Saturday 8 until noon. And you can check them out 24-7 at pioneerboys.com.
Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. Camille Johnson Realtors congratulates the Big 12 Conference football champion Baylor Bears. Camille is a proud Baylor University graduate and is a longtime supporter of her community and all the Baylor Bear athletic programs. For over 36 years, Camille has been in the real estate world and she started her own company, Camille Johnson Realtors, six years ago. Her group of 29 real estate agents are all successful, smart, and experienced, and they have helped hundreds of satisfied Central Texas buyers and sellers. Learn more at CamilleJohnson.com and go Bears! perfect gift for that special someone on your Christmas list can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They are your one stop for rustic furniture for both home and office, saddles for adults and children, gold and silver jewelry, cowhides for area rugs and decorations, and guns from brand names Smith & Wesson, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. Merry Christmas from Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Dak Prescott hit on 28 to 37 passes for 217 yards and a touchdown to lead the Cowboys to a 21 to 6 win over the Giants. The Texans picked up their third win of the year, 30-16 over Jacksonville. There are two games on the NFL schedule tonight, the Raiders at Cleveland and the Bears hosting the Vikings. It went to overtime before the Baylor women lost a 74-68 decision to Michigan to drop Baylor's record to 9-2. In the NBA, the Spurs beat Sacramento 121-114. The Mavericks lost at Minnesota 111-105. Tonight, the Rockets are in Chicago and the Spurs visit the Clippers. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. All right, welcome back into the program. Yeah, indeed, this weekend, Santa Claus is coming to town. 8.36, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 8 o'clock hour this morning is brought to you by VersaLift Southwest. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest. They're now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefit package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by 7601 Imperial Drive to apply for that uh, job. All right. Uh, it is uh, 833 
And, and what a weekend, Ward. I, I, I know you're out of pocket with the um, Crusaders, but, man, it started on Wednesday and ran right on through Saturday. And uh, Jerry World, AT&T Stadium, certainly, uh, certainly saw their, their fair share of high school football fans. What did we say? 217,217 uh, made their way into Jerry World? Over the 12 games, 217,515 total attendance. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't go into you know who may have got in because of a UIL pass, mm-hmm. coaches' wives, and things like that, too. So that's, that's the paid attendance. Uh, into the game, so and I got a text message here on the CNC probably got to be a little bit line. more than that, really. Well, there's a text on the CNC Collision Center text line that he saw a total of 272, and I wouldn't doubt that. No, when when you start talking about uh, you know uh, employees of the schools or whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, and and that type of thing, and then just you know coaches from that on on teams that did not qualify that, that go as a staff, a lot of guys well, will go as a staff and they'll hang out and they'll enjoy. You know that particular day that that works sure, in their conference. To, yeah. Yeah. There, there's some passes and stuff included. I I bet it's even maybe higher than that. I mean, when you get into all the bands that were there, they didn't have paid attendance for that. So right. I mean, there, there's no telling what that number is. Unbelievable. Yep. And and it's I I know that I saw uh, even while we were in Ohio, uh, a couple of those games were on Bally's Ohio, mm-hmm. and we were able to watch that. And they were talking about. Uh, the attendance for some individual games, and I I think that there was, you know, one of them. I I think that was like twenty seven, twenty eight thousand for oh, for one of the lower yeah. class classification games. That's yeah. that's you know that's great for those kids. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And and, and how about you know you, you begin with uh, Friday afternoon of the China Spring Cougars Brian Bell's team. Mm-hmm. My, you know, they're in a knockdown drag out, and they block, they block a kick, uh, right before half, return it, and, and then they never look back, and they roll to a thirty-one-seven win over a terrific football team. And you, you, I think you brought it up last week, but stop and look who they they beat, moving through their region, into. Oh, the championship, and then what they did. I mean, look, you went Sealy, you 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 had West Orange Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, come on, man. I mean, you you beat some really really good football teams out of that region just to get there. Oh yeah, and, and then you beat Gilmer. I mean, so I mean, what they, a run! They broke one of the longest winning streaks in the state of Texas to to get there as well. I mean, they they played outstanding throughout the season and. You know, didn't didn't pause. Never never even um, looked like that they were challenged a whole lot. Now I know they were. I mean, it's, it's but you look at the uh, you you look at the schedule and you look the way they ran through uh, these teams in the playoffs, and then you look at the the margin of victory in a state championship game, and you, you think, wow. I mean, how how impressive has this been? I mean, the the championship game. It is a thirty-one-seven win, but you go to the semifinals thirty-four to nine. You go to West Orange Stark thirty-one to fourteen. You know the offense just continued to to roll through the schedule uh, anytime they were asked to be able to do that. They and, beat Sealy forty-eight to seven. Yeah, and then they yeah. they knock off Carthage right after that. Mm-hmm. You know, and knocked the, the the biggest win streak off. Now this was closer, but I mean, you look at what Carthage has been able to do over the past couple yeah. of years. 
uh, hanging trophies and, and putting gold balls in the case consistently, 27-17 to 17 over Carthage and break that win streak. I mean, that was a huge step. And then after that, they continued just to, to roll over the next three opponents. I was, you know, we were talking about Lorena on Friday. Lorena went 14-2. They lost their first two football games. Those two losses, by the way, went to teams that went 32-0, and a combined 32-0 and in one state championships. They lost to Franklin, and they lost to China Spring. And, oh, by the way, both of those losses was by one touchdown. Yeah, pretty, that's a pretty good resume in itself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at what Ray Balls was able to do, uh, getting his 200th win uh, and a state championship all in the same snap of the finger. Uh, and and that team got on a roll mm-hmm. and just started steamrolling people and, you know, coming together as a team. And, you know, I think that having those two challenges at the first of the season helped this football team get to where they wanted to be. I mean, if, if you're not going to – if you're not going to expose yourself and find out where your warts are and, and find out, you know, what you need to work on to get better, th- then what are you doing in, in non-district games? And so, you know, Coach Biles decided, hey, look, we're going to put the biggest challenge we can find in front of us, and we're going to take it head on and make ourselves a better football team. And, and they you, did. And you saw exactly how that played out for them. Yep. Uh, 14 straight at a state championship. And, a couple other quick notes. Uh, Ward Inner City School in Dallas, Texas. South Oak Cliff. How about the Golden Ch- Bears of South Oak Cliff. Absolutely. Wow. That, congratulations to them. That's been 48 years since a Dallas school has won a, a you know, an Inner City Dallas school has, has won the state championship, and they come away and, and play very, very well and get that done that that's a huge win for that program it seems like every year that north shore and duncanville play for a championship and it's always a knockdown drag out this was no different north shore mm-hmm. wins 17 to 10 what over a defensive a, battle oh over a terrific duncanville team so uh looking at both of those teams coming into this game if i would have told you that neither one of these teams are going to score 20 points in this football I'd game i'd called you a liar <laughs> i mean really i yeah. mean they, look at the offensive talent they have on both sides of the football I mean, for both both sidelines, and the, both of those defense keep them under twenty. That's incredible. And Westlake continued their role, didn't they? Well, it, it and it you know look hats off to Rodney Webb and Denton Guy or what they were able to do. I mean they they put Westlake trailed for the first time this season. For the first time this season, they trailed Denton Guyer. Not only did they do it for the first time, they also did it for the second time in the season as they got behind Denton Guyer twice in that football game. Uh, and, and and Coach Webb said it going into this game. He said, you know, look, we're just going to put it all out there. We have nothing to lose. We're going to go out and, and lay it on the line and play uh, with reckless abandon and, and, and maybe take some chances that we probably wouldn't take any other time. But, you know, against a team like this, we're going to have to. And he did. And to, hit, to their credit, they played very well. Now, Westlake – pulled away by because of great house and, and what he was able to do receiving the football uh ended up being the mvp but you know that that guy's got another year for westlake to come back but you you look at what they were able to do and pull away there in the second half and and the two big long touchdowns were enabled them to be able to do that but look that's what westlake does right? yeah what a way for ty dodge to call today huh well and uh, you know back to back to back state championships you don't get to say that very often but you certainly don't get to say that as your swan song uh, going out on top, and for Todd Dodge, you know, just a, a great career, and 
you know, he kind of changed high school football and the way things were done in high school football with what he was able to do at South Lake Carroll and then coming back to high school football after his brief stint uh, in college and, and take over a Westlake program that really wasn't in bad shape by no stretch of the imagination, but he, he certainly turned it up a notch Elevated when he got there. It. Yeah, yep. absolutely did. No question. So if you're not a high school football fan and you just went to AT&T and said, you know, I want to see what this is all about, there's no way you walked out of there going, I cannot wait till next September. Oh, there's no way. It, it was, it was outstanding in uh, having that opportunity to, to buy those tickets and just sit there and, and soak it all up, whether you're a fan of the team or you're just a, a fan of high school football. Mm-hmm. And that's why it works at, at Jerry World. That's why there was as many people there as there were because of the location and because of the the availability. I mean, if again, you've heard me say how – in 2016, when it was down at Reliant, there there wasn't a whole lot of people there. It just wasn't. It, not even close to this attendance. City didn't buy in. Well, th- that, and it's just not as easy to get to for everybody. I mean, if you're in West Texas, you can make that trip to Arlington, and it's you know it's a, it's a trip, but it's not overwhelming trip. Mm-hmm. But going from Amarillo or Lubbock down to Houston, yeah, that's daunting. I mean that's a that's a harder trip and and to, to be able to get back and, and oh by the way it's the week of Christmas so you put all that into deal it's so the central location of being right there I, I I think it's it's it needs to stay right there from now on um and and I think it is going to because of that but you know it it's kind of it is you say centrally located it, it, but you know I I get it it's North Texas I yeah, mean let's be honest but but it's still easier to get to for everybody right. than than putting it way down in in Houston and somewhere like that yeah uh 847 we're 13 away from 9 this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas we're brought to you in part by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat your friend in the car business, Ted Teague and his group waiting to hear from you. You know what, Ward? Since you didn't bring us a pullover from Canton, Ohio, how about buying how about buying us a new car for Christmas? I'll get I right mean, on that. You can do that at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. Stay with us. Uh, we'll have grab bag and more coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for Baylor football is ESPN Central Texas and the 87th Annual All-State Sugar Bowl. Hi, this is Tom Barfield. Join Lark Smith, Matt Mosley, and me for Game Day Live, live from New Orleans on January 1st. Game Day Live is presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. We'll preview the game, have interviews, and, of course, scores from across the nation. Don't miss Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni, live from New Orleans on January 1st and here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this. They have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. When it comes to banking, you deserve the first. You deserve the first National Bank of Central Texas. Locally owned for over 100 years, we know this community inside and out. We are a bank on your side, and when you bank with the first, you'll have a banker by your side. 
Want to find out more? Check out bankingfirst.com or come by and see us at any of our six locations. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas. You deserve the first. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Valvoline Express Care, 833 North Valley Mills Drive, open Monday through Friday, 6 to 8, and Saturday, 8 to 5. Dak Prescott hit on 28 of 37 passes for 217 yards and a touchdown to lead the Cowboys to a 21 to 6 win over the Giants. The Texans picked up their third win of the year, 30-16 over Jacksonville. There are two games on the NFL schedule tonight, the Raiders at Cleveland and the Bears hosting the Vikings. It went to overtime before the Baylor women lost a 74-68 decision to Michigan to drop Baylor's record to 9-2. In the NBA, the Spurs beat Sacramento 121-114. The Mavericks lost at Minnesota 111-105. Tonight, the Rockets are in Chicago and the Spurs visit the Clippers. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time. All right, 8:51, not away from nine. Let's um get to the grab bag here, and uh, we'll start with. Uh, quick little note here. This is a cool deal. Uh, I think this is the third installment it's a program called our time and it's it's done by espn plus so it's streaming and uh it's a 12 episode program this time they're going to feature baylor basketball baylor men and baylor women our time baylor basketball will premiere on espn plus january the 6th third season of espn plus docuseries our time and it follows the baylor men's uh, number one ranked team and the number five Baylor women's basketball team, and as we mentioned, there's 12 episodes, and they will debut weekly on Thursdays exclusively on uh, Big 12 Now and ESPN+. Plus. So if you subscribe to ESPN+, Plus, which I do, uh, you can check it out on the app, and, and uh, it's, a, it's a cool deal. So uh, the uh, Baylor basketball, our time Baylor basketball, the third season of this, uh, of this program, and it will debut, as we mentioned, on January the 6th, and they're going to check out Baylor basketball and Baylor women's basketball and uh, give you give you a, 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 a look inside uh, Baylor basketball. So uh, those cameras were in there, and so that's, that's kind of a cool deal. So you could check that out. That will be coming up January the 6th, and it's, uh, it's called uh, Our Time Baylor Basketball, and it premieres exclusively on ESPN Plus beginning January 
to six. So something to look forward there. Uh, Eight fifty three. We're seven in front of nine on our CNC Collision Center text line. JB says, "Hey, look, that South Oak Cliff game drew forty five thousand fans." And did I not see where they opened up the third deck for that game? Yeah, they did. They did. They absolutely did. That's 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 incredible. That is so at AT and T Stadium for a high school football game. You're opening up the third deck. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah, and that's what they were talking about. Is you know they're going to have to open up the third deck, and I thought that was pretty cool. Forty five thousand. Forty five thousand for a high school football game. <laughs> okay, I like the way Tim thinks. Tim says on the CNC Collision Center text line, I want to see Lorena and China Spring again. <laughs> that well, one, let's do it. Let's go out to McLean next weekend. There's not, I mean, is there anything going on next weekend? No, not no. really. Let's <laughs> line up and play. Let's, it's an exhibition, right? Mm-hmm. So let's do it. I'm sure Brian Bell and, and, and Ray Biles are going, shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. But we've worked enough. But you know, I, I get his point. Uh, championship team and, and yeah, how, how cool would that be? So, but again, uh, they played what uh, week two, I think, of the season, mm-hmm. and so there you go. All right, uh, eight fifty four, six in front of nine o'clock, uh, and again, uh, we're right back at it tomorrow morning at uh, seven a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll talk about Baylor basketball. They're a quick turnaround. They got Alcorn coming up tonight at five thirty for the pregame, six o'clock for the tip. We'll also have a couple of NFL games to talk about on this Monday night. So we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow as well as we work our way towards uh, towards the weekend and towards Christmas. So. Uh, looking forward to that. All right. Uh, that is going to do it for us. John Morse will be here at three. Matt Mosley's here at four. We're right back at it tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day, and we will see you tomorrow right here on ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action in the Farrell Center Wednesday, December 29th against Houston Baptist. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off, December 29th. Baylor Big 12 women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254-710-888. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender.
Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Taco Bell presents a breakfast bedtime story. Go to sleep, my friend. Close your eyes and dream. Stop watching this guy play video games on stream. And you over there binging that show. If you go to sleep, you can wake up to a toasted breakfast burrito. Taco Bell has breakfast, and this is your warning. You can't try it if you sleep in tomorrow morning. I know bedtime's lame, but just think when you awaken, you'll get a Taco Bell toasted breakfast burrito with cheese, eggs, and bacon. Participating Taco Bell locations near you during breakfast hours only. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. business or a school or a team that needs to put their logo on something then let the pros at mallory screen printing and embroidery do the job for you they can customize your logo on t-shirts caps dress shirts golf shirts winter apparel and more stickers for any occasion banners and signs large or small see more at malloryprint.com or call 1-800-433-2220 for your next custom screen printing or embroidery check out their full catalog at malloryprint.com Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. <laughs> 